Good day and welcome to the Automotive Society podcast. My name is Siraj and today I'm joined by Alex yeah. yet again. Um, we're back on the cams. Cams? No, that's how, it, you know what? It sounds like we're playing. What's that game? We're back Among the, Us. Back on the what? Back on the cams because we've got the camera. Oh, there's only one camera. Or Firstly. cam, camera, same yeah, thing. Okay. So I was watching Among Us videos today. So I was like. Why are you watching Among Us? It was Us? quite funny. They got the new shapeshifter thing. It's now like meme right like now among us is no longer like a big game it's just now a meme yeah and, it's hilarious and though. it's still funny right like yeah, yeah, among yeah. us memes haven't died anyway that's not the point anyway <laughs> so, sorry welcome to the world society podcast <laughs> yeah this is um <laughs> our second video on the camera yeah um the first one is up on youtube uh the channel is the automotive society and everything's going good is it yeah Okay. Yeah, I hope so. I'm getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is, yeah. what do they say? Like, subscribe, and hit the notification yep, bell. Yeah, hit the notification. I knew there was something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. get there. You'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, actually, do please subscribe if you can. Um, it just shows us that people are listening, and we're not doing this for nothing. Um, and there is more content coming up. I think it it helps because we're going to be, be, I guess, having more diversity of what we'll be filming, and more we can upload, and more content, and. You being into so many cars and so many different types of cars and around different people. It's just yeah. another avenue for, I guess, both of us to have a look at. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That'll be, um, you know what we actually have? So I haven't told anyone this. Well, you know, I think. Um, I've just got myself a new old Subaru Impreza and it's real crap. Like real crap. Well, it like, moves. It Actually, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't checked if it moves yet. I should probably do that. Um, the story behind it was that one of our friends bought it in 2015 from his brother. His brother had had it for I think a year, and then just couldn't afford to register it ever again. He was really young. I think he was like 17. Yeah, his brother just couldn't afford to register it. Couldn't afford to keep the car, so he parked it up outside on the street and then left it there for five years, five and a half years, roundabout. Yeah, give and or take. Some hooligans came in, I think, in its third year of being parked up, and smashed the rear window. Oh yeah, that's right. Smashed the rear window. Um, it was like really bad condition, and then his brother put a tarp on it and then never touched it, and it sat next to a abandoned boat, basically. Yeah, yeah, for. For three Another years. Another two or three years. Yeah. yeah. And then my friend bought it for $200 in a PlayStation. Yeah. That's a good deal. PlayStation 3, which yeah. was a really good deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they were still worth a lot, but anyway, that's not the point. Um, <laughs> the point is that I fixed that car up in 2015 when my friend bought it and got it running. And it's been running ever since, right? Until 2019. Yeah. So in 2020... Well, he always took public transport to work, so he barely drove the car regardless. He's not really a car guy either. He just sort of, when he needs a car, it's there for him to use. Yeah, that, That's no, the way he treats it. Has no interest in yeah. cars. Um, but yeah, so just sat outside for since 2019 till now. And because of COVID, so he couldn't take it to work. He works from home. The car hasn't moved and he doesn't drive anywhere. And then finally, I think it came about this time and he was like, oh, let's... Let's start driving this again. So I will clean it up. Uh, mind you, during this time of ownership, with 2015 to now, seven years. The last he, service. He's never serviced it. Well, yeah, the last service was in 2015. Never done anything. No yeah. tires. Nothing. And the service in 2015 was me. 
just doing a minor oil change to get it running it's, on the road, doing yeah. all the fluid changes. And then before that, obviously, it sat for six years. So it, hadn't, so it hasn't properly been serviced since 2009. Yeah, it's been a little while. So like the last time, and, and when I serviced it, I was not a mechanic. No, it was just some, like we were just playing around with it. I was, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. Well, and I serviced it as a 16-year-old and never worked as a mechanic in my life. No, and remember, I remember while you were doing that, all of us were just like playing with the head unit or like we were just yeah. doing silly stuff around the car. Yeah. Like. So, so it's real derelict. <laughs> um, so 2009. No, it's not derelict. It's just, how do we say this? Um, it's had a bit of an honest life. Not and very it, honest, and well, not very honest, but it's got a bit of character. Let's let's it's put like, it, let's leave it at that. No, no, it's nice. It's a nice car. It's like a homeless car. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice about it. This guy. Uh, well, I now own it, so I don't have to be nice about it at all. Um, what I do know about it is that since it hasn't moved since 2020, the inside of it is covered in mold. Yeah, there's so much mold. Well, when I say mold, I I think you underestimate how much mold. So I got the key for it last week and I went to pick it up, the car. I opened the door and instantly got hit by, you know, like to me, it feels like if I woke up one day in a hospital and it's been a zombie apocalypse for five years, (laughs) this is what I expect the world to look like. The inside of this car was a rainforest of mold. What, like shrooms and stuff were growing out of it? Yeah, it's really Yuck. bad. So, like, now, I, I didn't even pick up the car. I left it on the street where it was. Um, for me to go pick it up, I'm going to acquire the health help of young Alex over here. Yes? Yeah, he's volunteered now. It's too late. And uh, he's going to yeah. come and help me. We're going to both go to Bunnings, get a respirator, so we can actually get in the car without... Dying. I'll be honest. I'd rather just take like a high pressure hose to all the seats. Oh, you can't do that though. I got to drive it after. Leave the windows open. That's not how it works. You can't, I can't leave water <laughs> under the carpet. That's even worse. That's more mold. We'll underneath. just take. Ev- let's take everything out. Water is the worst solution to mold. I've got an idea. Yeah. Take everything out, inclusive of carpet. Yeah. And we just put one seat back in. No. I Enough to drive. I disagree with this. Oh, well, the seats will have to come out to get a proper wash regardless. I think what we're going to do is... If they're as bad as you say. I think we're going to get some mold killer, spray the seats down um, everywhere, oh, leave it God. in there for five minutes, yeah, yeah. and then come back with like a wet towel that I'm going to throw away or a bunch of rags, Yeah, yeah. wipe it like crazy, then put garbage bags over it, and then drive it home. And then take the seats out and everything and actually properly shampoo them. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think We just need to get it here. I, it we, I need to get it here. Yeah, yeah. Like That's step number one and right now I can't. And then I can, once I take the seats out and the carpet out, I'm probably not going to take the carpet out. I think that's a little bit too much effort for this car. <laughs> um, yeah, considering it's not I'll, turbo or anything, it's just a... It's just a standard just EJ20, a, yeah. Bug Eye, 2001 Subaru Impreza sedan automatic. What are they? They're not WRX, they're RX, I think, right? Yeah, RX. RX, yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. exciting about it. Yeah. Um, it's a good car. I mean, it's not a bad car. It will need a proper service. So I will, after I get the seats and the interior and everything clean. I can't wait to see the quality of the when it comes out. I'm going to get it um, registered. Yeah. If I can, hopefully. Unregister the Civic and register this because I think it'll be 
a little bit better for everyday driving because it's four doors. Yeah, and yeah. It's got a boot and everything. And that means the Civic can go to the track straight away. Perfect. Um, so then the Impreza will become the runaround cheap car. Um, and then they give it a proper service. I mean, like a proper service. Be, love to, you know when you see those it videos? It needs a new drive shaft. It needs brakes. It needs tires. It needs... You know when you see the videos, right? And the oil's coming out and they have like a little magnet and you can see the oil flow moving left to right. Have you seen that? Yeah, this is probably going to um, be one of yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm mean, really I don't think the oil's going to come out. I think it's going to be pure sludge. <laughs> like I'm going to have right, to chuck okay. a few oil flush cleaners in there, yeah, some yeah. upper engine cleaners because it's a Subaru as well. Subaru is one of the worst to leave without a service. Oh, no. You yeah. know what? I When you do spark plugs, have fun. I'm not helping you. Oh, okay. I can't stand doing them. All right, all right, I'll do it that. pissed me off. You just have to take the engine out a bit. It's not that hard. Um. <laughs> For spark plugs. For a spark plug, ridiculous. Yeah, that's it. Um, anywho, that's um, that's my news. Stay tuned, up and coming. News of the more, week. More, maybe, more Subaru stuff. Maybe Alex over here can hold the camera and we can go and record our process of getting this mold out of this car. We need a nickname for this car. I can tell you right now, I'm going to vomit the second I open that door again. <laughs> if I don't have a respirator. <laughs> what's the What's the nickname? What are you going to name this car? Oh, that's a good question. Like it needs a name. You know, it has too much character to not have a name. Have I told people what the Civic is called? No, I actually. call the Civic the egg, the cracked egg. Because uh, <laughs> if you look at the front of it, it's real cracked. You know what? I will put a photo of it up on Instagram yeah. after this and um, I'll show you. It's a real cracked egg. An egg... Makes sense because it's white, creamy now, really. And we'll, we'll work on the name of this Subaru. It's coming. It's it really coming. is a chicken yeah. period, so it makes sense. <laughs> um, right, okay. Okay, moving on. Moving um, on. I didn't actually plan today's episode. Uh, Alex did all the work, so carry us away, so Alex. I thought today would cover... Oh, sad, sad day for some of these, but the cars that are going to be discontinued in Australia... For 2021, oh, and I can already you might you list might, a few. you you know a few. Yeah, right? I can already list a few. Um, but there's also some hidden interesting ones that might surprise some people. Um, and to be honest, I sort of wanted to do this to get because you don't know this full list. No, um, I haven't seen it. And to sort of get your reaction on these as well. I mean, I've got quite a lot of opinions, but yeah, let's jump right in, right? So um, we should also acknowledge where are you getting this list from? Is it a credible source? It's a it's a decently credible source what um, is it? with a mixture of a couple websites, but the main one's been from drive.com.au. Okay. So right? fairly credible. Um, um, they're automotive journalists. But you know. there's quite a few of these different lists and they're all literally exactly the same. Exactly the same. Um, you might hear my dog barking in the background. That's um, because my partner's come home and yep. she's just having a fun time. Um, but I mean, this, these first two make me a bit sad, I must admit, but I know that they are at some point getting to the end of their life. You've got the Alpha 4C. Really? Is that being discontinued? Yep. Only in Australia or like well, in they're, total? They're talking about discontinuing complete all sales of it and that's it. So they're going to replace it that. with something the else. Alpha 4C. Um, that is, um, I am very happy. I know you were going to say that. I hate those I headlights. I love that car. I hate those headlights. The, the, the headlight. I don't know why. I think at this point, how much they repulse me, I... The headlights are brilliant. I, I honestly think I have a phobia of whatever that is. A that, fear of too many holes or no, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. What's that? You know, we <laughs> talked about this. The, the fear of too many dots or whatever. Yeah, right? I probably have that because those headlights make me want to vomit every they single time. They freak you out a bit? I hate them. They're like, so cool. I hate them. I don't know. 
Yeah, actually, you know what? If if any car, I don't think I can ever. If you ask me a question like, "What car do I hate?" I could never tell you because I don't really hate any car. But the headlights, I know there's a good four C that they come with normal headlights as well. But the you bug, can get the two options. But yeah. the bug headlights, I can honestly tell you, is the worst thing in the automotive industry that I've. I love how the one and only thing you've been freaked out by in the whole automotive industry has been a headlight. Just like far out. These set of headlights, man, they are so gross. They're not gross. Uh, you've just got so some gross. weird whatever it is you've got. Nah, they, they are so gross. No, nah, they look great. I um, am. But look, side on next to that as well, I guess they, they are discontinuing their new Julietta as well, the hatchback. Oh, okay. Um, that's actually sad. And that is a bit sad because I actually like that car. I, it's I not everybody's taste, cars. but I do really like it. And the one that I guess is a little bit sad for me is it's they've always had good hatchbacks, right? So remember they've had like, well, I say hatchback or coupe, but the Brera, right? Yeah. It was not a great car, but it was so good looking. I thought you were going to say the 147. It. The 147 GTA. Yeah, that was That was great, a brilliant car. Great car. Um, and this is the next line of it that is ending. Like personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy one because I don't personally love them, but... You can appreciate it. I can appreciate it for sure. One of our listeners, um, one of our really good listeners actually has a Julietta um, and he loves it. Like it's his only car and he thinks it's one of the best. Such a good car. Such a good car. And then my partner's dad has um, some performance pack Julietta. Yeah, yeah, the QV. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Yep. Um, it's uh, overseas. It's not here. So I haven't seen it personally, but I've seen photos of it. And the interior is so nice. It's manual. It's really, really a driver enthusiast car. Like it's um, it's obviously a light little hot hatchback. They don't make much power, but they're still pretty cool. No, they're, they're, they're cool. And I really like it. It's just a bit different. Yeah. Right. Anybody says hot, hat, hot hatchback, like you don't think of Alpha. No. Um, I don't, definitely. No. Yeah. And I like the fact that they're that you know, slightly unknown, you know, yeah, if you're a bit, if yeah. you want a bit, something a bit different, that's, you what know, like hot hatch Italian, I would think a bath. Yeah. Right. Way more than I would think. Heaps more. And I would, yeah, like, I don't know why, but Fiat and Alpha are the same company. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Fiat Alpha. Yeah. No, they have links. They do have links. Yeah. But they're partly owned by GM. Remember Fiat. Ah, oh, that's true. That's true. The Chrysler group. Whereas yep. the Alpha is partly owned by. Um, Ferrari. Alpha? Fiat? No. Yeah. Ferrari Alpha. Group. Whatever the hell they're called. Oh, man. I, I it's keep, also complicated. I keep forgetting um, parent companies and subsidiaries. And yeah, stuff. there's. I found out today that, um, and this is going to be mental, guess who made a partnership? Well, I found out today. It's pretty old now. Rimac? Yeah. Bought Bugatti. That's, I must admit, I'm not overwhelmed by it. I'm not, I'm not excited. But it's like the other way around. Like they didn't buy each other. It's really weird, right? So um, so they made like a mutual Rimac, agreement. Rimac itself has, um, is partly owned by Porsche. Yeah. Um, which, and then partly owned by Hyundai. Right. Okay. Right? And then majority owned by themselves. Okay. So Rimac Technologies, their own company. As well. So they're a bit of a concoction. Which is, which is of... the EV thing. And then they have a Rimac Bugatti merger, which is a different company, which is like a, they went together and made a different company, okay. which is half owned by Bugatti and half owned by Rimac. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be 
Remax, which, um, by the way, Bugatti is owned by Porsche as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Part so of the like, VW group. Porsche is like the main, Volkswagen group is the main parent company really at this point. Um, but the thing is, I think Remax going to help Bugatti make EVs. Which they will. And Remax is so far ahead of most companies actually at the moment in terms of supercar EVs, like full EVs. Yeah, full EVs. Um, I feel like Bugatti would rather go down the hybrid route first. They probably would. Yeah. They probably would. Um, for me, Bugatti's always been that one that you never hear anything from them. And then a year later, two years later, oh, whoop de doo we're making this. Yeah. So you know? I'm not going to, unfortunately, uh, I'm not going to name the, the podcast, but I was listening to your podcast today. Yeah. And they had an interesting argument. Okay. And I think I thought about this a lot. And I had this argument at work with other people as well, right? And I work in the automotive industry. So if you were given, or you had to choose one hypercar. Hypercar, okay. One hypercar in the world, yeah. yeah, to have and keep. I mean, at that moment, you'd obviously have a daily, I'd assume, right? So yeah, okay. we're, we're not going to say it's your one and only car. Yeah, it's yeah. a stupid argument. Um, you have one hypercar. Yep. No supercars. So you'll have one boring daily and yeah. one hypercar. Yeah. What would you have? Koning said Agira. Ah. See, I think that's like one of the dumbest choices. <laughs> Why? So, and they brought this up in the podcast as well. And I totally agree with this. I totally agree with this. See, oh, no, Koenigsegg and Pagani yeah. were only made and are doing how well they're doing, right? This is a controversial hot take, right? Oh. There we go. They only exist as a good business because some rich people can't get the exclusive Ferraris. Okay. Fair. I see where that's coming from. If you're rich, super rich at this point, and you want to go buy yourself a really nice LaFerrari or a even a 488 Pista, right? It's not a hypercar, but let's say that's what you want to buy. You can't buy anything. No, see, I disagree because most people who have Ferraris, okay, yeah, have side by side in their collection Zondas and Koenigseggs. Maybe because they can't get that exclusive. But they've got FXXs. They've got some of them have Enzos. Some of them have F. Yeah, but some of them, right? Right. Some of them, but I think the only reason people buy Koenigsegg and they buy Pagani, well, Pagani is more of a flex than anything right it's a masterpiece it's an yeah, art it's I not think, meant to be driven but remember like pagani have so many special editions right so they had when so they made Koenigsegg. when they made the zonda they had the f the f roadstar they had the tricolore they had um the oh, something else which was like a gts because he's an artist so, right so, yeah yeah he's, yeah, big he's into, an artist he, he into likes, special editions he likes designing more than he likes um oh, okay this is my opinion anyway i think from what I've seen, is that he likes designing new cars. So the whole point of the exclusives and the variants is just so he can design new cars. They, you can't personally make that many different models, right? So the only thing he can do... But they've do, always made one model, which was the yeah, Zonda, yeah. Well, and so is now the... What is it? Huayra. Huayra, yeah. So what, what can you do if you can't keep making different models? Like, you can't keep making You just make cars. special editions of the same yeah, model. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like what Lambo's been doing for with the Aventador for... God knows how long. The SVJ, yeah. the yeah. Aventador J and the Aventador SV and um, 
Oh, what was Venino was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the Venino yeah. that was the Aventador chassis? I don't yeah. know. And like, or most of their special editions are just the Aventador changed a bit, and then the Huracan had the STO, the Performante, the yeah, yeah, and it went through that whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a stupid choice. You got a bit off topic there, but fair. I I would still say that my I look my I think coding biggest... segs cost so much fucking money, right? They they. They do. They're so yeah. expensive, right? Yeah. Even like, let's just say, for example, the Lamborghini STO, whatever. I know it's not a hypercar, right? Yeah. But that is still a rare collector's car. I mean, they're not going to make that many and all the rest of it, right? That is like l- less than half the price of a coding set of Pagani. So if you are buying it, right, you are genuinely interested in cars because you look at people like, people who want to flex, right? And generally yeah. footballers, okay? Yeah. Footballers, movie stars who don't know anything about cars and all the rest of it, okay? What do they buy? I'll tell you. Okay. Oh, you, they'll buy a Rolls Royce, let's be honest. You know Gordon Ramsay? He has a Ferrari, um, La Ferrari. Okay. Right? Yeah. He is not that interested in cars. No. Okay? Somewhat. But if you look at people who have coding segs, so like, What's the prince of uh, freaking is Abu Dhabi or whatever? Not Abu Dhabi. You know, I, I know what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm not going to say anything because I'm some, probably going to be wrong. <laughs> well, some of these princes, they have like two or three of them Yeah. when, yeah. I, when I was watching videos. Yeah. And they actually care about because they've got a massive car collection. So I don't necessarily agree with that statement because I think most people who have, who want these collector cars, they have both because they've got so much money at that point. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a really hard thing to assume right or generalize you can't really generalize yeah of course you have money if you're buying one of those right but let's say you won the lottery yeah yeah you personally won the lottery yeah for 10 million dollars yeah okay you're gonna buy a house and a car yeah yeah you buy a nice house for uh, let's say five six mil right yeah okay maybe even more who knows now you're left with just enough money for a hypercar okay what hypercar do you and you're going to say the Koenigsegg? Probably, yeah. Okay. I'll be See, honest. Because it's think, either... I think the only two contenders, really, the smart choice, are LaFerrari. Oh, God. Yeah. Or Bugatti Chiron. No. Disagree. Completely disagree. Why? A Bugatti Chiron... Okay, a LaFerrari... A Bugatti Chiron... I, I agree with you the, on the on the LaFerrari. The okay? best. But the best... That's fine. But Car, the thing for me is a LaFerrari has a collector piece to it, okay? Now, if it's going to be your only car, you want to drive that car, correct? It's not going to be my only car, but yeah. yeah. No, but you're saying, like you, you know, you, you buy all these things, right? Yeah, yeah. And you end up with one supercar. Yeah. Okay. And you're telling, you want to drive that car. So yeah. that's why people buy Porsches or MX-5s, right? Because they can get out and drive the car. Yeah. Now, how many Porsches do you see on the street versus how many Ferraris? You see heaps more like 911s, right? Yeah. Not to say there's heaps of them. They're not common. They're not the same price as such. A Carrera 4S or a Turbo will be the same price as like a 458. Yeah, but how many Turbos do you see? And also... In my area, quite a bit. Like, it's also really hard to get into the Ferrari circle. Oh, yeah. You can't just go in and buy a 488, right? You got to work your way there. you You can get them though, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, people buy those cars so they can drive and enjoy them, right? Okay. So for me is if I had a LaFerrari and a Chiron, don't get me wrong, that is a cool garage. Not and, one or the other. Well, what would you have? The 
See, this is a really hard choice, but I would say... I wouldn't drive either of them. This is my problem. I said the Bugatti. Why not? The Chiron is so comfortable to drive every day. It's a Grand Tourer. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree that it isn't uncomfortable, okay? Yeah. But they're not going to be, let's say, the most reliable things. And when something does break, okay... Bugattis are known to be reliable. Bugattis are known to be, like, engineered perfection. Right. Okay. But for me, it has a collector's piece behind it. So I would be too... I'm not going to say afraid, but I would be so overly cautious about ever driving that car. The Bugatti? Yes. Well, there's so many of them. You can buy as many as you want. They don't really have a limited run. Yeah, they do. They don't make that many for a year. Well, that's because they don't sell that many. Well, no, of course they don't sell that many. If yeah, people were sure. to buy them, they'd buy them. But like La Ferrari has a limited run, right? Ferrari for me, I just Even if I you couldn't. had the money, Ferrari wouldn't give it to you. And it's funny, right? Because someone said to me, it was like, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but they said to me, what model of Koenigsegg would you have? And I just said, you know what, just a standard Agira. I'd be happy with that. I wouldn't care about it. One to one. I wouldn't even bother with that because I would, be, I, I would be too scared to actually like drive it and damage it. No, I'd want the um, one to one. I want something that I can just get in and drive. But the one to one is fucking cool. Yeah, really it is, cool. It is cool. Um, but I'm going to move down this list because we're going to have to get through this at okay, some point. Okay, okay. Um, but next on this list, this isn't discontinued. They're just not selling them in Australia now due to crash rules. The Alpine 110. No. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, my other question is, did it have enough sales in Australia? Um, Clearly not. Only 101 examples have been sold between September 18 to November 21. Oh, yeah. That, terrible so, sales. Uh, let's be honest. That's terrible not sales. crash rating. That's, um, that's, the, that's but, Alpine just going, look, it's not worth us going through the ADR process. That's too much money. We're not selling it. Well, enough. the new rule that has been introduced is the design rule 85, which is a side impact test. Yeah, yeah. And it's failed that test. Oh, okay. So, yes, that could be a reason. But, like, if you have enough, like, R&D, right, and money, the company, if they're making good sales, would just turn around and just go, okay, well, we'll make it compliant. Yeah, correct. If they had enough. ADR That's it. crash rule. But obviously, they're it's not, not going to bother. It. Yeah. Not to mention Australia is like a really small market for most, most European cars, I'd say. And you know what? This next one's a sad one, I think. An Audi R8. Really? Yep. Well, like just a standard. Standard R8. R8. Yep. What? Yep. So Why? the same safety rules that killed off the Alpine. Yeah. Okay. And another car later in this list has also killed off this. No. Yeah. Okay. That, that I'm genuinely and devastated. It, I think also the emissions on top of that, because the emission rules have got stricter. You know what that means? What? The old crappy R8s are now going to be more expensive. I know. Right. That, that, was remember, your, that was your entry level supercar. Remember we were looking at them for like 80 grand. Yeah. 75, your, 80 grand. That was like, your entry level supercar. Like if you wanted a supercar, oh, well, I mean, it's way cheaper in Europe and America. Like I know you can buy Yeah, sorry, for, 80 grand AUD. Uh, I know you can buy them for like 50 grand AUD in Europe, but in Australia for us to get into supercars, the R8 V8 one was super cheap. Like yeah. you could buy, the Artronic was worth nothing compared to what they sold for brand it new. Was, it was ridiculous. And, and the manual was l- worth a little bit more, but like you'd pay 100 grand, which is still, what, 30 or 40 grand cheaper than the Gallardo. Yeah, yeah. And the and Gallardo was the next next supercar. It, it's it's ridiculous because we used to dream of this, right, and say, okay, when we have enough money, we are going to buy X or we're going to buy whatever. You know, remember when we were younger? And yeah, now yeah. It's well, just, I mean, yeah, if you want to get into supercars, yeah. R8 is the cheapest way to go, right? It's like the gateway into supercars. But 
now they're going to be more expensive because yep. they're discontinued, uh, oh, which really sucks. I'll be honest, though. The next one I'm not necessarily unhappy about, the BMW i3. Yeah. Um, Super not, happy. I'm not... Yeah, it just doesn't matter. I, I'm not massively impressed. <laughs> the less of them I see, the happier I'll be. <laughs> well, because the range, the range is now being replaced with the i iX, the the X three i or what iX three, electric X three and electric X five. I think is the new ones coming out. Oh, okay. okay. Um, fully electric. Oh um, yes, so, the X three looks pretty cool. Yep. So that that's all replacing it. Um, this one, oh, you might be a bit sad about this. The Citroen C C three Aircross. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at that one. That's why. Come on, bro. You that's should why. have a bit of sympathy for Citroen. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry for all the Citroen lovers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, my advice to you is, um, yeah, just just buy a different car. <laughs> like, buy a better car. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> um, they had 65 sales in the first eight months of 2021. Huh. 65. I'm glad that. They're going and um, um, uh, adventuring in their markets that are... Look, in France... In France, they're popular. In they, France, they do those well. little things are everywhere. Like, literally everywhere. Citroëns, um, Clios, and Peugeots are everywhere. Like, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I know that they have a market in Europe, for sure. It's just... Any Australia's crummy... Not, Australia's not it. And um, I think the only French brand that we really, really mm-hmm. like is Renault. Did you say you like Renault? No, no, I don't like Renault. The Australian market. You said we. No, no, that no, includes we. you. No, no, no. I, I not, heard that. I am not the collective. You just Australian said you like market. Renault. Welcome to the club. No, I appreciate absolutely this. Absolutely not. I heard that. <laughs> how do no way? How do I? How do I unfollow? Make him feel welcome. Subscribe to that um, one. <laughs> one day he will buy Megane. No, I've definitely not buy Megane. Um, I personally not a fan of French cars. I'm sure they're amazing. They're really quirky, and I think that's really appealing about them. Um, I think that's the only thing that appeals to me is the fact that they're a little bit quirky. They're a little bit different. They're different. They're fast. Oh, well, I don't know about fast. At least I'll the RS ones are. Um, I don't know about that one. But oh, actually, you know what? The Megan RS, the trophy cup thing. That thing's ridiculous. It's one of the one of the best hot hatches to drive. Like, driver enthusiast-wise, there's only two two hot hatches that are amazing to drive um, that are not the RS3 because let's be honest, the RS3 is not a hot You're hatch. You're obsessed with the RS3. It's the best in the hot hatch category, yeah, 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 but yeah. it's not in the hot hatch category. No, it's... The amount of money you're spending on that, you can buy so much better. You can buy an M3. Yeah, easy. Right? Like, it's stupid. So what I'm going to say is the Civic Type R is the best, the best hot hatch to drive you can buy, right? Hands down. And the Renault Megane RS Trophy Cup thing, whatever. Okay, is you the know second what? Best. I will agree with that. To drive, I will agree with that. Subject to, I the one that I really wanted to drive was the new Trophy R, which has no back seats in the new Megane. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the best. But for the fact I haven't driven it, I will agree with your list. Okay, that's good. Agree to disagree, right? Okay, just um, so called Megane R, whatever. Um, All right, next, Chrysler 300 and the entire Chrysler brand. That is devastating because there are police cars. And Uh, they sound so good as a police car. Yeah, our highway patrol patrol cars are Chrysler 300Cs. And if they're being discontinued, that means 
we need a new police car. Yeah. Oh. The Chrysler was surprisingly loud and obnoxious it on the It sounded road. so good. Yeah, it was a little was bit brilliant. too obnoxious to be a police car, I think, as well. Um, but you could probably outrun it. Probably wasn't the fastest. How many times have you thought about outrunning the police, my friend? I think the 530D, which is our other highway patrol car, would definitely outrun the Chrysler 300C. I think that's a better car. But I must admit, when I see a Chrysler with the full police spec and everything... They're cool. They're, they're very cool. I'm pretty They're impressed. also slammed because they're full of police gear. <laughs> so <laughs> They sit so and low. I feel like they don't change the suspension. They change the brakes on them, as far as I know, and they have a lot of other safety gear and unrestricted mode and whatever. But um, they're really low because I don't think they touch the suspension. No. No. It just comes with SRT suspension. And remember, and I mean this in the like nicest way. But kilos of gear in it. Yeah, that plus American idea of suspension is not the same as European and Japanese well, they're not suspension. meant to be a performance car. It's meant to be a... Like a luxury, luxury car. But I guess car, it's yeah. meant to haul a lot of people. So. Yeah, but... Okay, have you ever heard to yourself, wow, look at that Chrysler, it handles so well. <laughs> uh, have you heard that about any American car, let's be honest? No, that's what I'm saying. So, suspension not great on them, but... Yeah, I don't think Americans and handling goes well. Um, all right, next on this list, I hate these things, Fiat 500X. You know the crossover Fiat 500? Oh, like the bigger one? Yeah, the slightly bigger, chunky one. I'm happy that's gone. Not a fan. Um, we do not want that back. Little 500? I, the little oh, ones. okay. No, no, no. I wouldn't go that far. I think they're cool. I like them. The bigger crossover things. Yeah, I like them. I don't think they're that bad. I wouldn't buy one, but I like them. They look like a tumor, a moving tumor with wheels. Have you seen the shape of them? Maybe I'm not thinking about the right one, but Ooh. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't mind them. I have no... no you should prejudice. see a side profile. No prejudice against them. I think they'll no, be fine. No Abarth good, is a pretty terrible. good brand, and I'm pretty happy with them. So Abarth is a 500 Fiat. Oh, okay. Well, still, it's still pretty cool. Um, all right, next, they um, are also discontinuing the Focus ST line. Um, so that's, that's okay. That's just the one that looks like the ST, but it doesn't have all the bits and bobs. That's still just devastating. That's one of the biggest sellers. Um, not that particular model. So the ST is still coming. Yeah, okay. However, the ST line, which is the one which is pretty much the... Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's yeah. not the full... So it's yeah. the base spec with, like, the sports steering Correct. wheel. Correct. So they're pretty much doing the base with the leather and then straight up to an ST, yeah, full okay. ST bag. Okay. And that's that okay. Sense. That makes sense. Um, oh, you'll be really disappointed with this. The Haval H2 and H9 is going. Oh, I'm going to miss those. What are they? Damn. <laughs> SUVs? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Good guess. Um, no, the H2 I know. H9 I never heard of. Is it that looks like, like a really big one? It looks like a Prado. Oh, okay. It's just a rip-off Prado. Okay. H2, I do see them around a lot, especially in Western Sydney, and I think they're not that bad. I think they're cool little things. They're like Dodge Journey. Yeah, they're terrible Is cars. Is that what it's though. called? The Journey? The I SUV? The Do- yeah, terrible. Um, it reminds me of that. I think it's like really similar to that. It's yeah, but I mean, Haval's coming out with these new these new brand uh, new models that are coming out. Oh, so okay. there that's is replacements cool. coming. They're not completely leaving the market. It's pretty cool. Um, no, I have no nothing against. I'm Haval. a bit sad about this. The Hyundai iLoad and iMax is going because they have been replaced by the new Staria van. Um, I really liked the iLoad. I think the 
Both of them. I like the IMAX and the Arlo. They like, were great. I think they're one of the best cars. Um, we even have one in Time Attack. We actually have an IMAX van in Time Attack. And it also drifts. It's called the Drift Bus. Um, built locally at a shop that I used to work at. But um, no, I'm devastated. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, is the Staria really cool at least? Yeah. It, I haven't looked uh, at it. It's very cool. I haven't driven one, but I have seen it and it does look pretty cool. I always thought they were electric because there's literally no grill oh. in the front. So at least it's um, bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're upgrading and moving on. Um, it's not the end of the world. Okay, this is going to be the most sad one on the list, I think, for for you, Siraj. Is this a Lexus? Lexus IS, RC, um, and CT. I've cried many nights, um, many nights over this one. So the whole lot's gone. Oh, I, I absolutely love Lexus. I think, like, my favorite, if I was to have an overall brand that I would like to buy to, like, you know, lug my family around in and have. And you know that my family's had Lexus, Lexi. They're such, they're brilliant. Le- Mul- Lex- what what Mul- do you call multiple Lexuses? Multiple Lexi over the Lexi last or Lexus? Lexuses. 10 years? Yeah. Lexi? I don't know. Lexi. Lexuses. Lex- no, that's too long. We've had multiple Lexis <laughs> <laughs> over the past 10 yeah, years. Yeah. And I think they are... The best car. There is nothing that comes close to them for the money. It's like a, it's like a small. Have you ever like driven like the Toyota Crowns or the Toyota? Yeah, yeah. I I can't argue with this because this is completely right. Toyota and centuries, like they are, they are that comfort level where it's like a baby Rolls Royce, but like a Japanese baby Rolls Royce. And it's funny because anybody asks me, like, oh, I want a Mercedes, I want a BMW. I'm not interested in cars. I'm getting a C200 or 320i or whatever. The minute I hear any of that, I say, no, 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 just go buy Lexus and be yeah, done with this. any Lexus. Um, any, any Lexus, Lexus. and you'll you be happy. You cannot go wrong. Um, we used to have, I've personally had the IS200, yeah. rear-wheel drive. Um, we've had the IS250, which was a sedan, rear-wheel drive, firstly. Um, it was a family sedan, obviously. Came with paddle shifters, but like aluminium brushed <laughs> aluminium. So brushed short. aluminium paddle shifters <laughs> yeah. in a saloon, like a like a... Daily Driver Saloon, came with all these adaptive cruise control yep. in 2007. That's unheard of. No European brand was doing that unless you were buying the S-Class or something. Um, buttons that made shades go up on every single window. Yeah, that was a cool one. Oh, that's fancy. Um, I think sunroof the one and- thing that Lexus did really well is that as BMW and Mercedes and Audi, Wait, right? I'm gonna, I, there's one more feature that you got to know. I'm going to interrupt you. Ready? Go. Heated and cooled seats. Front seats. Cooled seats. Front seats, though, only, wasn't it? Yeah, but cooled seats. I know. Seats. And this was in a... How many times have you sat in leather in summer and gone, oh, man, I'm getting sweaty? Yeah, no. yeah. Oh. Cooled seats. They You pump aircon through your seat. And the, the thing is about that, right, is that car was fairly... I mean, it wasn't new, right? I mean, it wasn't old. But 2007. It wasn't, yeah. yeah, right. But for 2007 for a standard luxury car, that was amazing. The but bomb. I think it was The one thing of I was going to say is like as Audi and Mercedes and BMW kept developing their, what do you call them, the iDrive systems and what does Audi have? Whatever uh, system it is. The stupid one I can't stand. MMI, um, they just call I it? I think it's cool. And then the Mercedes has got their own thing. I think the thing about Lexus that I loved is they didn't give a crap about any of this stuff. They said, oh, you want map? Here's button. That was it. 
It was no more complicated I don't know where than the Asian that. Asian accent come from. I, I don't know, know why was, you had a Chinese look, accent it, for it. A it wasn't Chinese, bro. <laughs> That's just not. You're just pulling it out of the hat. But you know, you know what I mean, right? Everything, everything had a button, and that was it. Yeah, there was yeah. no sub menu of a menu of a menu that you had to go into settings to change something. Yeah, it yeah. was. You want maps? Push the button. You want yeah. phone? Push the button. You, you, you fought the urge right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm half Asian, my friend. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm this saying, is acceptable. Um, no, but I think definitely, hands down, for bang for buck, like Lexus is the one to go for. Um, even SUVs. Now we have a NX200T, which is a little two-liter turbo CUV. Um, CUV, yeah. It's pretty big for a CUV. Um, but it's not quite an SUV. Maybe because I'm used to the Jeep. We have a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Um, it's not quite as big as a Grand no, Cherokee, but, it, it's, but it's definitely bigger than like a Tiguan or yeah, a yeah. T-Cross or any of those kind of things. So, But honestly, this is why I guess we have released this in another podcast about me and my next car journey and all the rest of it. But I mean, a lot of people don't know this, I guess, who listen to this, but I was on the hunt for a Lexus ISF for a while quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was because I went through that phase where I wanted an M3 and I said, nope, too expensive to maintain. I was driving it every day. Mm-hmm. Moved to the C63. They've all been thrashed, every single yeah, one of them, yep. um, which led me to the ISF. And I said, wow, this makes sense. Like it could have 180,000 Ks on it. And it doesn't matter. It's Toyota. And it runs perfectly. Yeah. Um, yes, it's probably not going to be like 0.002 of a second as fast yeah. as a BMW, but do I care? But like, so this is the thing with, Lexus, if you're a petrol head, this is what I told you as well. Yeah. Great car. One of the best cars you could buy, right? One of the best cars you can buy as your as your really, really comfortable everyday car. Is right. That's 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 it. It can't also be a weekender. Correct. Because if you daily it every single day. Let's be honest. It is still a like a sedan that's really heavy. Like yeah. Lexus are not light. They're really heavy, packed full of features, creature comforts, and a, and a and a heavy engine as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing that don't equate to performance on the racetrack. No, of course, um, you can't have it all. But does the V eight make you feel good in driving daily? Oh yeah, awesome. And right? Does it sound? Awesome, it sounds dude. so like good. The quad pipes that they come with, stacked quad oh. pipes. So good, like sounds so good. And we had one come to the track day last year. Yeah, time, yeah, yeah. And we said it was awesome. Um, and I think he did pretty respectable track times, but the car will hold you back after those. And also you'd be very stressed tracking something so heavy. Yeah. And rear wheel drive. I think I think the way we've got to look at this is say if you're buying something like that, like an IS or a RCF or a you know an M five or you know, any like big sedan. You will have fun at a racetrack. You're not going to set the world alight, but you will go and you will yeah, have fun. Unless it's an M5CS. Um, what's wrong with an M5CS? No, no, you will set the world alight oh. on an M5CS. Why? Or CS. Why? Have you seen the M5CS? Yeah. This is the one you told me the seats look ugly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The absolutely seats look think, brilliant. Absolutely think it's a, it's really impractical, but it's a great car. Yeah, well, yeah it's a great well, car. Well, look, I, I love light cars that handle really well and are... Race track, race car-y, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, homologation cars are... They're awesome. They're, I, I froth for them. I yeah. love homologation cars. The closer I can get to a race car, the better it is, right? That's that's me, yeah, yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't really 
care hugely about hugely that's a word i don't know a lot about um you made that sound so awkward hugely it's hugely <laughs> um i don't care much about creature comforts as that's not my main concern my main concern is fun i like to have fun in a car yeah. it doesn't need to be fast it just needs to be fun some sort yeah. of characteristic to not be mundane fun I, is, fun is worth more than power yeah yeah i say this as i'm about to register Subaru oh, no. as a automatic pile um, of crap pile of crap <laughs> yeah but we'll see how it goes i the more i daily it the more Siraj. i can tell you whether it's good or not pock 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 is the name of the subaru pile of crap <laughs> pock yeah pock the subaru why does why does it sound vietnamese <laughs> you said that <laughs> why does it sound like like some car I picked up off the side street in Cambodia and what? brought it home with the me. Subaru Impreza. Like, the, the homeless car comes with me to Australia because I adopted it. <laughs> what? This, okay, for now on, it's going to be called the Pock. The the Pock. That just sounds no. That sounds bad. I'm. We're going to keep brainstorming. I think. I'm gonna, We'll put it on the short list and work it out later. Um, it's definitely on the bottom. Next on this list that makes me feel actually really sad. Um, Wait, hang on. I know one. I know one. I know one. Well, no, we're not up to that yet. I know the one you're about to mention, but we're not there yet. Okay. I'll keep going then. If it's the one I'm thinking of. Tell me if this is the one. The Lotus Elise, Exige, and Avora all axed. The whole lot. Yeah, because the Amira. Amira. Yeah, new Amira is coming Amira out to replace. Coming. And um, I think it's time. I think it's time the Exige and the Elise retired. They've oh, been I love them though. I do love them, but I think it's time for them to retire. The secondhand prices have already soared to an I know. unbelievable amount. So let's be honest: is it going to go up anymore? I hope not, but maybe it will. But I don't think so. Like, really, would you spend? I said like there too many times. Yeah, but would you really want to spend a hundred and something k on a Exige with no carpets? Yeah, yeah, and no aircon. I know. Or, um, I don't know. Well, just to put it this way, right? So up until November last year, so for the year 2021, 11, actually just over 12 months, so November to November. Yeah. They sold 65 vehicles in total, 18 Lotus leases. That's one year? Yeah. Okay. Just under, technically. It's 11 months, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, eight, it's a niche brand. 18 leases, one Avora, and mm. 46 Exigias. I think that's pretty reputable for yeah. considering it's one it's brand. It's a small sports car brand. How many dealerships yeah. do they have? One or two in in Sydney? Bro, it beats me. I don't know. I think two or three. I think no, there's two. only two. Two, I think. One in there's Ataman. One North, uh, yeah, Ataman or North Sydney, wherever that is. Yeah. I don't know where the other one is. I think there must be one more. There's got to be one more somewhere. Must be. But that's actually pretty good for one dealership in the major, major city of Sydney. So... Um, I'm guessing those numbers are for Australia, not just for Sydney. Yeah. Um, next one, you'll be a bit sad about this. Um, the McLaren Sports Series. So 540C, 570 GT, the 570S, 600LT, and the 620R, all gone. It's replacing them. They Well, they actually are bringing out another model, which we're not getting. The only one we're getting is the McLaren Artura. Artuna? I don't know how to say it yet. Art. For those Ura. of you listening Art-Ura. on the... Audio only. I made a disgusted face. <laughs> What's a, what the hell is a Torah? Who, who, who goes, I want to buy a McLaren. I want it to be a comfortable Torah. <laughs> <laughs> who thinks of the name a Torah when you think about supercar? 
You've got Ferrari. Well, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it down, right, McLaren? I love you. Like most of the time, you're great. You're unreliable and crap at times, but most of the time, you're great. Let's be honest. What are your names? Seven six five LT. Right, like it, it doesn't throw any personality. It's like, it's like you were made in a lab, a science lab, made a specimen and just. Was like, well, this is specimen number seven six five because it makes yeah, yeah. seven and then six it just five popped out the other side. and the LT because it's lightweight and brah, and that's it. Boom. Well, come on, have some, have some like, I don't know, like some sort of charisma. You behind know what your I would name. say? Have some zest to the name, right? It like, needs a bit of zest. Like when you say, when you say Aventador, you know, that's a name. The Huracan. That's a name. Why'd you just say that Japanese? Hurakan? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. You're not Japanese. I'm not Japanese. Um, but, you know, like, that's a name. The 765 LT, I go, oh, cool. It's Is that the new, I don't know, Canon camera coming yeah, out? Yeah, like, yeah, who knows? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense, does it? But And the only time you go for a normal name, you go for Torah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> hold on. It's spelt... A-R-T-U-R-A. Art-U-R-A. Oh, I thought you just meant Torah, like T-O-U-R-E-R. No, no, no. Art-U-R-A. Art-U-R-A? How would you say that? A-R-T. Yeah, U-R-A. Artura. Like Artura. Artura. You really butchered it the first time. Sorry, McLaren. I take it right back. I didn't mean any insult. An Artura. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like Tora. Like, no. Like, like a touring car. No. I was like, why I would was... anyone buy a touring McLaren? And how, how do you say it then? A-R-T-U-R-A. Artura. I don't know. Am I meant to say it like an ethnic man or am I meant to say it Ethnic like... man. Say it like an ethnic man. Artura. Okay. Say it non... <laughs> say it... <laughs> now say it not like an ethnic man. Uh, I don't know. The Artura. You See, just I said don't Tora. Like the name. You just said Tora. I didn't say Tora. I said Artura. Oh, I just heard Torah. Oh, okay. Anyways, moving on. Okay. Next. Pointless Se- argument. But what's the Artura? Uh, tell me more about it now. Well, they haven't released any details about it yet. Nothing. Well, let's have a look. I don't actually know. I've seen it. I've seen a photo and that's it. What a tease. Huh? What a tease. They are a tease. Oh, my God. Naughty, so, naughty. So, I've seen this. So, it's a hybrid thing, right? Yeah. I'll show you a photo. Oh, it's a hybrid thing? Oh. Okay. Like a, However. Like a little baby toy car. <laughs> it does look like a bit of a Hot, well, hot Wheels car, right? It just so looks like a normal McLaren. It's a hybrid with a similar V6 to what was used back at the 570S. Okay. 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 But it's got That's an electric right. hybrid system. That's um, right. I think, I think if one brand was to suit the hybrid and rock it really well, it'd be the McLaren. I think so. I think McLaren's the one. Just because they're a very modern, Ferrari, modern car. Please don't ever go... I mean, I know you have already. Yeah. Let's be honest. They've done it. Please don't go down the route of electric. Wait to the last possible moment till we need to go electric and make some internal combustion beasts. You know? Like Ferrari's known for the V12 grunt, the V8. Yeah. That later came, you know, because they downsized a little bit. But the V12 grunt. Um, Lamborghini, same thing, right? Like they're known for the big V10s, like. It's sad because these cars are slowly falling off, right? Yeah, slowly um, becoming four-cylinder yeah. hybrids. And speaking of that, right, so just to pile on to this next one because we're, we're 
running out of time. But C class wagon that's gone next year. Why? Because they want people to be buying their SUVs, and they're the first of BMW and Audi and Mercedes to cut the wagon in the C class. Oh, that's devastating. So that's gone. Next, Mercedes AMG GT. Why? Well, there's a new generation coming in 23, 24. Okay, that's fine. So fair enough, fair there's enough. something coming to replace. The Mitsubishi Mirage is going. Oh, I think it's time for it to retire. It's a great car. Well, but... the funny thing is it's not retiring. Oh, what? It failed the rule, which is an ADR 85 no, regulation. You so kill... this is the side. this is the side impact thing I was talking about. You cannot about. kill the iconic Mirage. Um, so some stupid rule. Uh, so that's going to go. Let's be honest, cars on the road right now are super safe anyway. And you're going to have people driving around crap boxes from the 90s regardless. Yeah. As if getting rid of a Mirage is going to like make it safer. And coming back into it, Nissan 370Z, which we know is gone because of the replacing 400. Uh, 400Z, which is good. And the GTR. Yeah, that's the one that's I'm devastated about. Sad, sad day. Even though I'm not a huge fan of the GTR. But it's not it's it's not gone because the market wasn't big. It's gone because of the ADR law. Yeah, the side impact. ADR it's the law. side impact, and I think I don't know if it passed the emission one. Actually, it doesn't say. But no, I think it would have passed the emission for yeah. sure because because it's also sold in America and California has pretty strict rules, right? I don't think they're getting it discontinued. I think only us, and which means it's the side impact. Which means Australia. What are you doing? Why do you hate cars so much? I think it's. It's wrong because you know what? In, in terms of send off, we need. I think the GDR can happily, happily retire when it's ready. I think Australia is pushing to become EV too quickly because no, they are because no, I think that's a for me. Australia is too large of a country. Okay. Oh, now I, I'm not saying I'm not saying EVs won't work if you live in the city and driving around and all the rest of it. That's fine. Okay? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so but my argument, my argument isn't that Australia is moving towards, not moving towards EV, because I know they are, right? They every, are. Every, they're everyone too, is. Yeah. But we are way better off right now than Europe, for example. Like Heaps France, better. France said EVs only after 2025. Yeah. So, or hybrids for a little bit, but then EVs only. Complete, right? yeah. UK has said 2030 is the last year for internal combustion. That's when we that's go. Sad. That's when they go electric, and I think 2023 for hybrid or something, right? Um, parts of America like California, same thing, right? They've been pushing Teslas for so long with rebates and oh man, and this and that, and it's just what's gonna. You know, my um, family, my auntie and uncle live in California. Yeah, and um, due to this whole thing. My auntie also works for a environmental renewable susten- susten- sustainability company. Sorry, that was a tongue twister. Were you about to say sustenance? <laughs> Maybe, but sustainability company. Yeah. And um, they just bought a Tesla. Of course so, they did. So my family now has Teslas. So it's already happening. Um, I just don't in like that, it. In that respect, Australia is pretty behind on getting EVs only. They are behind, but they're, really, pushing, they're pushing people pretty quick. They are pushing people really quick, but if we know anything about Australia, you cannot push people that much. Right? No, because where I think the distance I mean, America's is worse than us in terms of, you know, everyone thinks they have the most amount of freedom in the universe and they're not going to listen to the government. But <laughs> Australia, <laughs> this is not a political show. It's, oh, no, this is, we're not going to go into politics. Okay. But um, so who are okay. you voting for in the upcoming election? <laughs> Uh, me. Right, okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, the point is, 
I don't think we're moving as fast as other countries are, and I'm pretty glad for it. I'm not against EVs. I just... They will come eventually. I'm just a petrol head, right? Like, yeah. And I think I speak for most petrol heads when an electric car just doesn't give you the same feeling an internal combustion engine does. And especially me, I have cars in the 90s, right? So not only aren't mine internal combustion, they combust absolutely everywhere yeah. all the time, <laughs> right? My Two of my cars shoot flames because they just that old and they run rich and carbureted, you know, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But, but it's hilarious. I love it. Like, um, um, I'm going to pump through a bit of this, by the way, because we're getting on a bit, but Lavorg. No, it's gone. No, it's gone. Why? It's being replaced. It's, it's being replaced by the new WRX wagon. So it's still going to have a wagon. It's just but not going to be, be ages. We're not getting the next new WRX. No, next year. They said, Oh, it was the STI that it discontinued. Yeah. Wait, this doesn't make sense. Lavorg is a WRX wagon. Technically speaking, yes. And the Lavorg's an STI. Yeah, well, STI tuned, yes. However, the new WRX that's coming will come in a wagon form. So it'll be more is, boring. I don't know. An STI Let's, tuned Lavorg would be cooler than a standard WRX wagon. Wagon, correct. Yeah. Ah, that's a bit devastating. Um, next, Toyota Prius. Thank God for that. Um Nothing against the Prius. I think no, it's the backbone of our society. It's the honest worker. Um, Volvo V60 and V90 cross country. I don't even know what that is. Okay, the V60 is the sedan and the V90 is the slightly bigger sedan. So it's like a three and a five series in the Volvo oh, I've range. I've never heard of this. It's the, the cross country. Well, the cross country is like the all, the all cross in Audi. You know, the like all wheel drive do slightly we, lifted. Do we even sell those? Yes. I did not know that. Not many. There you go, guys. I worked for the company for five years, and I don't know whether they're not sold many. Um, and just to add to this list, this is an interesting one, right? I Passat was the only sedan that did really. Passat. It's Volkswagen. Are you talking about Volkswagen? I said Volvo. Oh, I was so confused there, dude. I, I was like, like what are you I thought about? you were talking about Volkswagen this entire time. <laughs> um, fun fact: uh, Volvo <laughs> is now owned by Geely. The Chinese. Man. I love how you've just tried to mask the bit that you didn't yeah, yeah. hear just I by giving another yeah, yeah. fun facts with Suraj. Now that you've said the V60 and the V90, now that makes sense. Yes, now I know those cars. And now I'm back on track. Oh, look, <laughs> look, in my defense, it is Friday night. It is 7.30 p.m. And I've been at work for eight hours today, nine hours today. And it's a two-hour drive there and back. Okay. And just to add to this list, right, cars that are discontinuing manual as of this year in Australia. Right. Oh, this is even sadder. BMW 2 Series will only be offered in auto. Well, they look gross anyway at the moment. The newer ones? Yeah. I, oh, I have to admit, I did see a purple one the other day. I've seen the Series, no, 2 Series Active Tourer. Active Tourer. One of the grossest cars I've ever seen. Is that the life. coupe weird looking one? Yes, it's gross. Yeah, no. Um, the new M240i X-Drive, I saw one of them in purple the other day. Mm. I did talk a lot of shit about the back purple. end. Um, yeah. Remember the back end looks like Salima Gomez's backside, but just ten years later. I, well, we talked about that in a, in a previous podcast. It. I did not get it. But one of the things I love, and the other one I don't it think looked, I love. It looked really good. Oh, it looked really good. It okay, looked I'm really like, good. Now on this metaphor, okay. yes, I agree with that. Um, Hyundai Tucson, 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 whatever it is. <laughs> Nobody's interested in that. Mitsubishi. I, am. I kind of like them. Why? What do you mean? One of our friends had it, and we used it so much. It was one of the best cars for running around. It's like a CRV, but Hyundai. 
better warranty. It had the worst feeling steering feel I've ever had. Well, better than a great wall. Ooh, they're both pretty bad. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's going to no, be hard I to... Know. I don't know. I think the Tucson's a cool car. Um, but oh, no, a cool is a... Mitsubishi <laughs> Outlander. Manual's gone. That's devastating. Uh, Toyota Yaris. No more manual. And the Corolla will not be offered in a manual anymore. Was anyone buying the Yaris manual still? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. And the Corolla? Why would you buy a manual Corolla? Unless it's before 2012. <laughs> like an old one, yeah. But you yeah. know what? Some of the... Like, I was looking at a review today, and this is one car. If someone wants to be really different out there and has about 40-odd grand, go buy a Volvo S60 Polestar... It's 250 kilowatts, six cylinder, automatic. Oh, yep. And this review. I'm seeing a lot more Polestar. That thing was quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polestars are really good. I've seen a lot more of them around, and I'm seeing a lot more ads on them around. So Polestars. Oh, dude, Volvo ads. Polestars really trying to sell in Australia, and um, I think they're doing a great job. I I love Polestar. Um, The only thing I would say is that badge. A little bit too similar to Tesla. Have you seen it? What the blue badge? The blue badge. The blue badge is the Polestar badge. Oh, it's not blue. Or you're talking about the Volvo badge? No, I'm talking about the Polestar badge. The Volvo is a blue badge. Oh, sorry. The Polestar old badge is the blue square. The newer one that you're it's talking about. It's just like a yeah, 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 yeah. Star, yeah, literally, and yeah. it looks like. A T almost, and yes. it looks like a Tesla logo from far away. I saw one on the motorway the other day, and I was like, that's a weird-looking Tesla. And I got up real close, and I was like, oh, that's not a Tesla. The Polestar 2, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, it's a funky badge. Yeah. Um, did we already talk about this? I'm thinking about badges. Kia. Oh, man. The new Kia badge. Oh. It just, I don't get it. But every single person I've spoken to that's not a petrol head Thinks it's the best thing ever. They're like, oh my God, the new badge is so much nicer. I don't get it. I don't see it. It I looks like it. I can't even read Kia in it. It just looks do you like know, squiggles. Do you don't remember when we used to learn to handwrite in primary school, right? Yeah. Okay. And you might remember this, but remember they had like a dotted line. So it'd be like, if you're writing an A, it'd be dotted line like that. Yeah. And yeah. you used to like trace over the A. Yeah. It looks like all they did was put Kia on a dotted line in front of a six-year-old and said, draw over it and see what comes out. No, not a six-year-old. I think like a three-year-old. Okay, let's go with a three-year-old. Yeah. Like, um, and it looks terrible. It's, oh, okay. Not, I wouldn't say terrible. It does look terrible. No, no, no. I'm, I'm standing by that. It looks but terrible. It doesn't look good. It looks terrible. It doesn't look good. It's not horrendous. And I sort of read Kia after squinting at it at a certain angle and I go, oh, that says Kia on it. What are you implying? Why are you squinting? Why am I squinting? Because yeah. it doesn't make sense. The logo doesn't look like words. It looks like a bunch of lines and squiggles. You saved yourself from that Yeah. One. It is. Oh, I don't want to say the word terrible because it's not terrible. It is. I don't. I, sure, I think it's terrible. I'm sure that graphics designer spent, I don't know, a whole year and has, you know, a five-year degree behind it with masters or something. Who knows? But what I'm going to say is, come on, man, make it legible. It's, it's not a doctor prescribing Advil. It's 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 Kia badge. You don't you don't have to make it unreadable. Just ah, oh, it's just. I have to admit though, they probably didn't start with the best name in the first place. Kia, yeah. Kia, Kia. I'm sure it means something in Korean, right? Kia, 
No, I don't think it sounds that bad. The more you say it, the weirder it sounds to me. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're calling your dog. I don't think it sounds that bad. I think it's um it's okay. Just just make it a little bit nicer. I, I, I get where they're coming from. They went the sophisticated route. They went, oh, we want to make it look like a higher end brand. And I think that's It a, doesn't look higher end. I think that's the right step to it go. It does for not Kia, look higher Kia end. Kia is a high end car now, right? And then they also have the Genesis. Is that Kia? Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's all the same, same company. company, right? The like, whole lot. Um, but why, why squiggles? I'll you be honest. With I don't think Kia is that high, that high end brand at the moment. I know they're aiming for it, but I don't. I don't. I just do not see them as well, high. I don't end know. Brand. The Kia Singer GT is a really nice. I would say it's almost a luxury sedan for the affordable market. Yeah, ish. I mean, they're still. Expensive. It's a luxury performance sedan. 75, 80 grand for a Kia Stinger GT, the new ones. Which is, yeah, that's, I mean, that's higher end market. That's what they're trying to achieve, right? They're not so selling that You don't many, want to though. put a crappy old Kia badge. I get it. The old Kia badge didn't shout sophistication. It yeah. didn't. So putting that on a Kia Stinger GT was probably not... Not ideal. Because have you noticed everybody changed the badges to GT badges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Kia? Which totally makes sense. Yeah. I agree why they did the rebranding. I don't agree with the new logo in the rebranding. I think they could have done a little bit more sophisticated, less, less Kia. You know? Less Kia. Instead of writing Kia, I know you can't go too far from your old logo. It makes sense. But a lot of other brands do it and sort of makes sense. They sometimes succeed and sometimes they fail really hard. Like Unos, man, that looks like a toilet seat. What is wrong with you? Why? <laughs> Why? That logo didn't, didn't make sense at all. Most no, of the time... It's- you see a little tiny MX-5 with a toilet seat on it. <laughs> you have an Unos, don't you? Nah. My Australian delivered, so it's a Australian. Matada. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's that. I think that's the episode for today. Um, the episode of Wild, Wild Tangents, and where Siraj makes the right decisions and choices in buying a Bugatti Chiron, because that shouts class. I'm sorry. And sophistication. It's bullshit. Unlike... A Koenigsegg. Class and Where are you sophistic- going to go with a Koenigsegg? Class and sophistication, you say? Yeah, Bugatti. Class and sophistication. You're yeah. full of class and sophistication. Yeah, with the Bugatti. What's on your shirt right now? On your jumper? My jumper? Yeah, is what type my, of car is that? My Evo. Oh, right. And an Evo yeah. screams class and sophistication, does yeah, it? Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson drove it. Jackie Chan drove it, you know? Yeah. Jackie Chan's personal car was at Evo. Yeah, and yeah. is he class and sophistication, is he? I would say so. He's a rich So you're man. saying a, when, when you have a nice... A successful, rich, if you, famous If you dude, have a nice dinner party, you'll have the Queen and Jackie Chan sitting having dinner, would you? I would love to have dinner with Jackie Chan. I think that is my dream dinner. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would love to have the Queen and Jackie Chan over for dinner. <laughs> that is that is not even a question, Alex. That is the worst question. That is, he is not a class and sophisticated <laughs> yes, man. Have you seen the tuxedo? The man looks amazing in a tuxedo. You've seen him in Rush Hour he's and you said, yeah, he's cool. Classy. Yeah, he is super cool. I, I respect Jackie Chan more than anyone. He made my childhood a way, way better experience. Okay. Jackie Chan is amazing. Stop saying, <laughs> dude, the more you say Jackie Chan now, I don't know why embedded <laughs> in my brain is either Kia or Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, far no. out. Oh, oh you, are, you are going down for that. Jackie Chan is Okay, catch this in the next episode where we'll sort, we'll sort this, this situation there out. There is no sorting out. It's um, right. I'm right. You're just not right. I'm just right. You're just not. Um, anywho. Anyway, well, let's gonna, wrap this up. Let's wrap gonna, this up before we get on a tangent about this. Yeah, we're going to end the episode here before I argue with him. 
Um, Shout out to Jackie Chan. Sponsor us if you're listening. Please. Yep. Please. Yep. It's not that hard. I know. It isn't that <laughs> hard, is it? All you have to do is send an email or send us a message at, um, at on Instagram. We, the email we haven't given you. Yeah, yeah. But at the Instagram, which <laughs> at is the Instagram. at the Automotive Society yeah. underscore. Or comment um, down below on yep, YouTube. On YouTube. Um, which is the Automotive Society. Um, sometimes it doesn't pop up. If you type in the Automotive Society and leave it at that, um, normally our channel will pop up somewhere or the other. Um, please subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Um, watch our videos just as much as you listen to the audio. You can have it running in the background. Um, and it supports us a lot more in the way that we can see you interacting with the videos. Yeah. Right? And I think the more that, you know, give us a shout out of what you might want to see coming up. Um, I think that we've, we're pretty much in a position where we've got a lot more equipment now than we've ever, ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think our versatility of content coming up will be... It's exciting, actually. It is really exciting. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty excited. Wait and watch. Pretty excited. Yeah. Um, as you just hit your mic, we've yeah, got well, all the equipment. What we're going to make? Smacked it. Like we're going to make all the noises. I'm in still the getting used to the mic being like right here, to be honest. But anyways, you seem to be struggling. Just sit back and relax in your chair, man. Come on, relax. Uh, my back's a bit sore, mate. <laughs> getting old. He's an old man. Getting old. That's what happens when you drive a BMW. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. No, no, hundred percent. Not the most. Don't buy thing. one series. Buy five series. They're a lot more comfortable. Big difference though yeah, yeah. in price. Yeah, big difference. <laughs> um, anywho, more tangents. Yep. Um, this is the episode of Tangents. Thank you for listening and please go subscribe on YouTube and keep listening to us. Thank you very much and see you next time.